Hello. How are you doing since we last talked? I think I mentioned the last time that I was feeling heartbroken for lots of reasons. And I don't normally use that term. It feels really big. You know, it feels, yeah, just really big. And to, to tell you the truth, I feel it more in my diaphragm, more there, and definitely more in my front body. Um, usually when I'm dealing with heavy emotions or grief, I feel it more in the back body, my shoulders, my lungs. So anyways, of course, um, I'm here to ask you if I can read you something. I'm sitting in my car, so you might hear some background noise. And if you are going to join me um, right now, maybe you find a spot that feels really comfortable to you. My car for a long time was a sanctuary. Um, For a while, I was going to school full time and working full time, which meant often I only would have like these 30 or 45 minute windows in between, you know, being in each place. Um, And so my car was really like safe (laughs) for me that was like where I ate you know tell you the truth I ate a lot of McDonald's cheeseburgers (laughs) uh yeah and uh, a lot of fries a lot of McDonald's water um uh there's just McDonald's right in between my school and my work so that's what that was also it's called living on a budget right and uh what's the other thing Uh, that's also when I started meditation, uh, actually when I really started like putting intention into my meditation, I would, uh, get on Headspace. Um, so I think at that time it might've been on Spotify. I think it was on Spotify that I was using it. And so they had like one minute, three minute, five minute meditations. Um, and that, or on YouTube, I can't remember, but uh, that's what I would do because that's like sometimes that's all the time I'd have like one minute because I I could tell you know going into both places I needed just a minute for me so yeah so if that feels like something that feels supportive for you now um, yeah maybe press pause find your place maybe it's your car maybe it's um, uh, at one of my friends' house, we had this little, like, staircase, the stairwell, like, fire escape. And we would sit out there sometimes when we were feeling overwhelmed. So if you have a spot that you have access to right now, um, maybe pause and go there. Or, you know, maybe you're already set up. Maybe you already knew. You're like, I already know I'm about to sit here. So sitting down, laying tall, whatever, whatever feels good for you. I like to start with some collective breath. And I'd like to start just by, you know, getting in your seat. So if you like, sometimes it feels really supportive, especially if you're feeling really in your head or, you know, if emotions are feeling high for you right now, maybe you'll place your feet on the earth. So you can do the standing too. You don't always have to sit down for these, you know what I'm saying? So maybe the feet touch the earth. If they're there, see if you can get in contact with the four corners of your feet. 
So the ball of your foot, the space behind the pinky toe and the second toe, and the inner and outer heel. These are your four corners. If you hear me say that ever, that's what I'm talking about. Ground down there. And if you do have a surface below your seat, just start to notice that maybe rock side to side. Just get in contact with everything below you. You might have already started already softening the gaze, maybe by looking at the tip of your nose. Or if it feels safe, if it feels okay, maybe you will close the eyes. like for you just to take a quick notice and the breath, are you hanging on? Are you holding on to your breath? Sometimes I do that when I'm deep in a thought or feeling overwhelmed. So then your next exhale, go ahead and breathe out your mouth. <sighs> Inhale through the nose. Feeling the air travel from the belly to the heart, to the throat. And then exhale through the mouth. <sighs> okay. Go ahead and return to the natural rhythm of your breath if that's okay. Just wanted to bring some awareness here. Some awareness to what the breath is doing literally no judgment at all since I'm speaking to matters of the heart and that's really where my voice is coming from my thoughts are all in my heart right now I'd like to invite you if it feels okay to bring the left hand on top of the heart maybe cupping it just a little and that right hand can be placed on top of the left hand if that feels alright Maybe you are noticing your heartbeat. Maybe you notice on your inhales how the chest fills up your hands, sitting a little taller, and exhale. Feel your hands press into your sternum. All right, let's breathe together. Three cleansing breaths. So we'll do inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. If you practiced with me before, maybe you've done this. If it's your first time, I will cue, so no worries. You can listen to the sound of my voice. Finishing your exhale here. Go ahead and inhale through the nose, filling up the belly, filling your hands and heart fill up. Filling up the throat. Exhale through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Filling up the heart, your hands puffing up. Feeling the crown of your head reach towards the sky and then open the mouth, exhale. Last 
last one together. Inhale. Feeling expansion across the collarbones, filling up the throat into the mouth. Pause at the top. Open the mouth, let it out. Maybe you even feel a little more settled into the seat, to the four corners of your feet, the surface below you as you return to the natural rhythm of your breath. You can stay here, or maybe very gently you begin to flutter the eyes open, returning back into your space. Uh, I'm reading today from a book that I ordered for natural or National Poetry Month. The book is titled Black Girl Call Home. It's a collection of poems written by Jasmine Mans. I believe the paperback just came out uh, recently. So I'm going to read a poem. Um, it's titled Dear Ex-Lover. <laughs> ah, I'm laughing. I love that title. It's so nice. And uh, maybe you already have something that resonates for you. So anytime that I'm reading this poem, um, you can, you know, get up and walk around. You can press pause. Or maybe you have a glass of water nearby. That feels really good. I have to take a little break. I'm going to take a sip before I start. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful sound. Before I start, I do want to shout out <laughs> my undergraduate cohort, if any of you are listening. <laughs> um, we took a Sylvia Plath course together, and that's really when I was like, damn. The way y'all sound reading these poems, ah, it was heavenly. Um, and there was certain people I was always so excited when they decided to read. And I uh, just always admired their poetry and speaking voices. So thank you for inspiring me to like pay a little more attention. Um, I'm just so grateful for you all. So thank you. Okay. Are you ready? Dear Ex-Lover by Jasmine Mance Dear Ex-Lover I promise I'll stop chasing your memories and my dreams I'll stop bringing up your name over cups of coffee muffins and loneliness I'll marry a man and lay my heart on his chest like red roses on a mahogany casket and I'll have his daughter. She'll have eyes reminding me God still believes in second chances. If she ever falls in love with a woman, I'll love bravery down her spine. I'll be reminded of all the times we love like there were expiration dates tattooed on our inner thighs. I'll tell her to watch out for women whose silhouettes remind her of roadblocks. To run when she kisses dead skin that reminds her of dead ends. 
she ever comes home with eyelids like cracking levees, bruised kneecaps, and a heart full of question marks, I will hold her like my mother never held me. A clasp her face in my palms like the New Testament on Judgment Day. I'll remind her that true love is a passion that allows you to do the right thing. And no human is strong enough to play coaster to a half-empty heart. Dear ex-lover, if my daughter ever feels like she's alone, as if her heart is in a hand-me-down fabric pulled out of the depths of her mommy's closet, I'll remember your name and mumble it under my breath. When she asks me, what did I say? I'll tell her, I know what it feels like to drag a woman out of a cold war, then being too worn to clean up the battlefield it has made of you. I will tell her, your heartbeat sounded like gun shells tripping over battered cement. I will tell her I know what it feels like to just want someone to remember you. And apologies are like oxygen masks on hijacked planes. Forgive yourself before you dare forgive the person lying next to you. I will tell her never regret loving in permanent ink. Scars only give your stretch marks something to gossip about. Stop signs and hearts are fraternal twins lost in the pits of open roads and hollow chests. Dear ex-lover, if my daughter's mirror ever looks unfamiliar, if she is ever too prideful and embarrassed to run in her mother's arms, I will pray she has friends with hearts filled with thousands of flower fireflies. I will pray she has friends with hearts filled with thousands of fireflies who are not too cool to pray with her, who will tell her to stop looking for light at the end of the tunnel and to find God in the darkness. She ever falls in love with a woman and walks in my house like shattering glass and wants to forget everything. If she wants to write off true love as simply an experiment, I won't allow her to make the same mistake I did. I will tell her about you. I will tell her that we hurt and we cried and we laughed and we smiled and we smiled like our smiles were the only smiles that mattered in this world. We fought. We fought like women who love women, who love people that didn't love us. Dear ex-lover, I hope my daughter never knows what a goodbye kiss feels like. I hope she never knows what I'll see you later really means. I hope she never memorizes the dial tone after our last conversation. Because a broken heart feels like poison butterflies taking their last flutters right in the pit of your stomach. <sighs>